Hi, Kath. Hi, Don. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. And on Zoom for our Patreons, good to be seen yeah. with my slender neck. Look at my neck, Don. I, I have know. a slender, beautiful neck. I can't help but show it off. I did my hair. I put makeup on. I never thought I would be able to find who I am physically again. Through your neck. Through, through, <laughs> through getting rid of the tumor. The big... That- you never named it. You never named the tumor. Uh, Eric was my <laughs> hey, Eric. Eric Eugene. That's his middle name. If you want to uh-huh. just embarrass him even uh-huh. more, yeah. Eric Eugene. We could talk about it. I don't think I talked about. You did. Um, no, on here. Did I talk about like what the the tumor was and and yeah. So I don't think I told you about. You have to remind me what I talk about. Um. If I told you about what I did the morning of surgery? No. Okay. So about a, about a month before surgery, um, I decided that I was going to take the shaman route to finally clear all the built up of um, the pain and the trauma I've had for years. And it's time for a new beginning. And I'm just sick of having... I'm sick of having it in my body and it all pulled in my throat. Some people pull their trauma in their sacral. We talked about that. So all I did was uh, for about a month, I ritually in the morning and the evening meditated and visualized everything that hurt me, traumatized me, uh, created a character flaw in me because of trauma. And I literally brought it into my neck so uh, you could see on pictures that I like my throat got actually bigger (laughs) bigger yeah and I and that manifestation so I did that for a month and then I decided that I would in the morning of the surgery so I was having my surgery at 6 45 so at five o'clock Henry and I I did a ritual where I manifested and I said when I am on the table when I'm in surgery and I'm having the table and I'm on the table, the doctor will literally see a black pile of vomit come out of my throat. Like I visualize it like an alien coming out that this is going to be it, that everything is going to just pop out. And um, I will then create a new life for myself and move forward. And so, (laughs) and so, being the, the uh, powerful person that I am, um, I was very nervous about the surgery because I, you know, I'm still 12 and I like my hand held by my sister and my husband and I was going by myself. So I really empowered myself. I, I didn't cry once. There was no crying, Donna, not one mm. cry. So um, apparently on the table, <laughs> they had some problems because as soon as he cut me open, I vomited. That doesn't happen. I vomited. There was vomiting twice. And then afterwards, I had to clean up and then do the thing. I vomited. So it happened. 
sounds like um it sounds like a scene that like um we have to write Miyazaki, about Miyazaki would have in like spirited away yes you know it was like <sighs> right it was just like an out came it was like twice open your throat and out came these like yeah like the like the things. figures and ghosts you ever see the movie ghost with Patrick Swayze it was like Woo! like I know you probably didn't see that but like it, I saw it once it was so good and so from there, and it was interesting, I had to stay overnight because I had some complications with, with my levels, with, with my calcium levels. So the doctor was awesome, kept me overnight. And the nurses kept saying, you look great. <laughs> I was like, I feel great. I couldn't talk, but I was like smiling. I have not stopped smiling. I have not, yeah. Yeah. I have embraced this recovering process. I feel like a different person. And yeah. I lost I know over 25 pounds. I probably more. It's it's like I feel not a, in a month, not in a month, but not in a month, not in a month. Yeah. But actually I think I've lost about six pounds. Yeah. And I feel like uh the work I've been doing the last 20 year, 25 years has come mm -hmm. to a head. And I will the next work for this year is helping people because I have to walk the I have to talk walk the walk. I have to walk the walk mm -hmm. to help other people so I can do peer support. This is another chapter where if you want to heal from trauma, heal from something, improve on a goal, I, I'm, I'm, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And I will help anybody I can because this is really proof of spiritual. Uh, I feel like I'm proof of, of, of spiritual existence, of spiritual work. And, mm -hmm. and health work and earth health. And, you know, you need Western and Eastern to come together sometimes and whatever you got to do and to make it better. And yeah. I appreciate it. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, my doctor and his name is Dr. Very. Anybody who needs a good doctor, I'm giving him a shout out. He, he would never listen to the podcast. In the Hudson Valley. In the Hudson Valley. He is the best ears, nose, throat guy on the planet of the universe. In he your opinion. Outside the box, in my opinion. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. Allegedly. <laughs> disclaimer. Um, but I just love him. He's a hero in my story. And he yeah. believed me. And that was it. Because my thyroid levels were questionable. Um, I had a hard time doctors understanding that I knew my thyroid was an issue. And I had thyroiditis. And I had, you know, nodules and, and I had goiter stuff in there. I had gross stuff in there, but um, they don't want to take it out. No, mm -hmm. they don't want. And, and, and it wasn't my first thing, but for me, it was, this was the only way I could finally get rid of all of the gunk in my body that was holding me back and retaining weight, retaining PTSD, yeah. retaining all that. And I let it go. And, um, it's been six weeks, five weeks, almost six weeks today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, I feel like a new person. I feel like, mm -hmm. I feel like a, not a new person. Cause I like the old person. I feel like a freer Kathy. I feel like yeah. a freer being. It must, it must feel like when a snake sheds its skin, like that new I shiny skin. feel like I have shiny skin. My face looks freaking awesome. I'm like, I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. So I want to thank everybody who supported and reached out. And I again, thank the mentees 
who filled in on Patreon so that I can heal and take the time to focus solely on me so we can keep Patreon going. Uh, you guys are heroes in my story. Uh, the videos were great. The videos were so good. The, the videos best. were so good. Cheered yeah. me up. Yeah. Inspiring, cheered me up. Mm -hmm. uh, talent among talent among talents. Mm -hmm. Um, and I want to thank you, Donna. Thank you so much for helping me as well. Like, you know, you helped me so much just being there and doing Patreon and keeping this going. I'm just really grateful. I'm just really, really grateful. It takes a team and you got to ask for help when you need it. That's yeah, really that's a big lesson is, you know, asking yeah. and accepting help. It's hard. We've talked about it a lot. It's, it's hard. It's a, it's a through line through a lot, you know, it's a through line through a lot of our um, episodes and conversations is that, you know, you have a community around you. You have to choose wisely, maintain wisely, spend your energy wisely. And then when needed, you know, tap into those resources. If you think yeah. about, it, you know, when people say, oh, I hate, you know, I, I hate asking for help and then think, well, are you annoyed when people ask you for help? Yeah. And if you are, who are those people? And you know, what do they mean to you? Right. You know, I don't have anybody in that's connected to me that would ever think that way. I could think, I don't think there's anybody that I know in my web, even like my third web yeah. out that would yeah. ever, if I ever asked for help would that's say like, no. And if they couldn't, yeah. they say, well, let me see if I can find somebody who can, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I know I spoke on my story quite quickly, uh, but you know, it's just so personal and so detailed about the process that, you know, with this new year coming done, you know, we talked about, we talk about this every year about resolutions. You had done a video today um, for Witchy Wednesday. Mm. And I think it's important to talk about, you know. Mm. So you're driving this bus is what you're saying? I, I drove you're it a little new bit. Person, you're a new person and now you're producing the podcast. <laughs> I felt inspired. I was like, I really want to talk about the topic. <laughs> so apparently we're skipping over four topics. Okay. <laughs> and we're moving on. We yes, can go Kathy. back. You can no, drive. It's all, right. it's all right. It's all right, Kath. You can go in reverse. No worries. <laughs> yes talked about I talked about uh this time of year and how um a lot of people take resolution making so seriously and um how many people have actually followed through on resolutions which is fine I think it's still a good exercise to actually like it's not a bad thing to make a resolution and not stick to it. You've, you know, at least you've uh, tried to make a promise to yourself. I don't, I don't know, but I feel like the world out there is just drumming into you. Like now's the time, new beginnings, now, you know, um, and this is how to do it. And, you know, we already know how I feel about the word coach. You know, I think the word coach is overused and everybody's a coach, including our Sophie. And she's great. And she's blowing my mind, I have to say. Um, however, coach to me, well, actually what Sophie coaches actually makes sense. I feel like she has mastered that. But like when people say life coach, you know, like that big word, a coach to me is the person 
and let's just say Becky Hammond. Okay, Becky Hammond. Let's who, just let's just um, celebrate. Celebrate. Celebrate Becky Hammond. Google's your friend, people. Um, who has the whiteboard with two seconds to go on the clock, and says we have two seconds to make this basket. This you know this shot. I know how to do it. This is the play. You do this, 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 you're going to make the shot. And I feel like that's a coach. And I feel like there are too many people out there who tell you just do that. Like we all know to eat less sugar. We all know to drink less. We all know to wake up early. We all know to go to bed early. We all know to put our fucking phones down. Thank you. <laughs> we all know that. And there are still people making a kajillion dollars saying these same things. And we're paying them to continue to say these things. We already fucking know. And so I always think like, well, I always feel I've always felt out of sync with the whole fucking world. Anyway, when everyone's into something, I'm never into it except for Harry Potter. Um, but for the most part, like whenever there's a movement of something, I'm always, I always seem to be on the sidelines going like, what's going on? What's happening? That's not me. I, I'm always slow to the uptake. And um, I feel like my new year is November 1st. I'm already in the new mode, you know? Mm -hmm. So when people are January 1st is the new beginning, everyone's like, yay, 2021. Now there is an energy that's yeah. And we should jump into that energy. I just don't happen to be part of the producing of that energy. I just recognize that energy. And um, I feel like there are, there are so many um, messages out there that you're not enough and that you're not okay the way you are and that mm -hmm. um, everyone else is able to I don't know, make their way. Why not you be part of it? Yeah. Join the club, join the club, join the club, join the club, member, become a member now, member it, join it. And it's like when, to me, when you try to join something that has one specific way of doing things, mm -hmm. I'm first, I'm just bad at it. I'm not going to tell anybody else not to do it. I just know personally, I'm so bad at that. I mean, I'm not even a good witch you know, on paper to people, but my witchcraft works, you know? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Well, and let me finish my thought, my yeah. thought basically, which I talked about on Patreon, which is like, regardless of what's being drummed out there, just know that you are okay. And however you do you is fucking fine. Do fucking you. That is so articulate. So now <laughs> i'm gonna sell that in, in our merch store a bumper sticker do fucking you just fuck you and do fucking you for fuck's sake <laughs> so here's my way here's the light way here it is there is no date that tells you when you're ready to begin your next chapter i know so it's if it's january 1st great then it just happens to fall on it um, but you have these moments when you've just had enough, you have to wait to change. You have to hit rock bottom and say, I've had enough mm -hmm. when, and when Donovan was 
when we left for Vegas, I was pregnant. I think I was pregnant with Donovan. No, I wasn't pregnant with Donovan. It was after Donovan because I was 300 plus pounds. My whole, my whole earth issue is, my, is the weight. And we've talked about that. Losing weight is not easy when, you know, when you, when you're, um, when you barely eat sometimes and whatever you eat and whatever you do and doesn't work and you try very hard, it's a very difficult process. And my moment was when we went on the airplane. Yeah. And I looked at you and I couldn't get my seatbelt on. And I said, nobody told me I was fat because I'm my, I'm charismatic and beautiful. Nobody would say, Kath, you're getting fat. And I just didn't realize what an issue it was. And I walked that day, mm-hmm. but it was how many years ago that it took me this long. And I still have not lost all the weight, but I have continually gone down. Mm-hmm. I let go of the expectation that the, the conversation is about expectations. You, what you have in your mind is nowhere near the reality that you're walking. <laughs> I know. And you need to have help to say this is not realistic. <laughs> it's like you wanting to put on your black suit. Oh, yeah, my TED talk. Brown. Yeah, and do your TED talk when actually you look like you're in seventh grade doing your book report on a wrinkle in time. I was like, bullies are bad. I was like, <laughs> Bullying is unacceptable. Um, yeah, in my head, I look totally different than in reality. Yeah. You know, here I am, you know, in my head and then reality here, I'm Fozzie Bear and I do yeah. my best, right? Yeah. And so I think that the pressure you put on yourself to have these expectations of what you're supposed to look like, how you're supposed to eat, how you're supposed to feel, how you have to live who the partner you have to be with is the most destructive process that you can do because the expectations is not the reality. And so the aha moments, I call them the epiphonic moments, Mm -hmm. come at a time that you cannot foresee. Mine was for this year to get rid, finally get rid of Eric was uh, June 20th, 21st, right? The solstice, mm-hmm. when, right? Was the summer solstice when I channeled uh, the living Richard Simmons and said, I've had enough. Yeah. I don't want to be fat anymore. I'm tired of living with the trauma. I feel like I'm dragged and I can't find myself, but yet I'm good at these other things. I have not mastered my physical self. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And Richard Simmons, in his glory, was yeah. like, I will help you. And I said, Thank you. I, um, when we were talking about that with Richard Simmons, I don't think I ever shared with you the first time I ever did Richard Simmons from his television show in the eighties. Like I have to look with his deal and meals, his deal and meal cards. No, that was before deal and meal came way after. No, hold on a second. I'm Googling. You can't Google while we're on a podcast. I can multitask like you don't believe when was richard simmons on he's terrible it was a Uh, long time ago so i'm going to continue to talk so um i remember um i was about 10 years old or 11 years old when richard simmons had his morning tv show yeah i loved it right and um (laughs) I, it was the first time that I was having a chubby kid. 
I was a, it was the first time that I realized like, oh, I'm really chubby kid, right? Chubby kid. I was a chubby kid and, um, hold on a second. And, and it was, mom had bought a full length mirror and put it on the back of the bathroom door. I remember. Right. And it was kind of a, for the first time that it was like, oh, you see everything, see everything. That's what I look like. Right. And so um, I was like, okay. And so our great grandmother, our Yaya was staying with us and Mm -hmm. um, she always watched her stories, which were her soap operas that I eventually started watching with her. And, um, you know, when people talk about like kids see too much today, like there's porn on their phones, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm forever traumatized by what I saw on, on soap operas at a way too young age. Um, you know, Ryan's hope in another world, like hurt my, <laughs> hurt my little sensibility. I'll tell you that right now. So at nine o'clock, Richard Simmons was on and Yaya said, come on, let's go with his, with her, with her, her Greek house coat. And she said, I, and she said, I want to touch my toes. I want to touch my toes. And Richard Simmons said, when she said, I want to touch my toes, Richard Simmons said, all right, it doesn't matter if you can touch your toes or not, everybody get up. And I and I looked at each other like, oh my God. And Yaya was like, "Woo! he's a magic, he's a magic man, he's magic in her Greek accent. He's magic man. And so that summer, while um, Yaya stayed with us, we we get up, watch Magic Man, watch Magic Man. And then um, around the same time, the Jane Fonda thing happened. Mm-hmm. And between fifth grade and seventh grade, I got really thin. That was the first time that I got super thin. And that was a Richard Simmons. But I always think about Yaya and our house coat. And here's the thing. My <laughs> mom, my mom, our mom, our mom, I would just say, mom. Why you? Why do you have pantyhose on? You're what? It's you don't have to wear pit because she would always get dressed. Yes. And her dress was a house dress. It was nice with slippers with the toeless with slippers the, with the toeless, toeless um fluffy spongy slippers. spongy white or black slippers. Black, you know, black when she was had to be dressed in the yeah. house, but what, otherwise they were the white marshmallow. Right. Slippers. Yeah. And um, <laughs> with her, you know, and all of her house coats were always in like great mosaics of like blues. And she was gold. gorgeous. She was gorgeous. So, and her hair was done and she would be gorgeous. touching her toes <laughs> with the magic man. And that was the beginning of like, yeah, it, he was the first, like, it doesn't fucking matter. He was the first um, authentic self person I, I that inspired me. Like yeah, he is really right. authentic of who he is. And, you know, and it I didn't mean, have because to, even at that time, like Elton John wasn't authentic. Nobody, no. even though Richard Simmons wasn't out, but he never talked about sexuality and he still flirted terribly he, with David Letterman. Yeah, he, but he didn't have to, he was yeah. himself and yeah. you didn't have to, you don't have to label it. And he's just, it was his energy. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you can channel energy mm-hmm. of living people too. You know, that's what people do with us. Like when, when I'm doing a meditation, Mm -hmm. I am sending out 
all of my energy to whoever would like to receive, you're going to feel it. Right. You're going to feel it mm-hmm. and vice versa. And if I say to Richard Simmons, higher self, I am stuck. I'm going to get unstuck. And I know you're the person, the energy I need to help me. Even though and he's stuck. Even though he's stuck, he still has it in his heart. He yeah. still has this little piece. I think his higher self, I think he's done on, with this lifetime. I think so too. And so I, I just really like, and then I started walking and I just walked every day and I just, you know, did the best I could and I didn't diet, which you weren't supposed to. But that's when I talked about my last huge trauma. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. That I had a one last trauma that I buried in my sacral that I never talked about in 30 years, never talked about. And you and Henry got me through it. And then all of a sudden something else popped and then another thing popped and then another thing popped. And then I was like, I'm ready. And then that's when I went to the doctor and said, get this Mm -hmm. bullfrog thing out of my neck Mm -hmm. because I can't take, it's been four years. I can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a process and it wasn't on January 1st. Those moments you have when you've had enough with your relationship, was it January 1st? Right. It wasn't your birthday. It wasn't January 1st. It wasn't January 1st. And so to force an expectation can sometimes be more damaging. Right. Like, don't go out to dinner on Valentine's Day, dummies. (laughs) Why? Well, or New Year's Eve, like those expectations of like, it's going to be a romantic. It's oh, that you're going to get proposed. And sometimes that happens and sometimes it's great. You know, there's, it, we're talking about 95%, you know, and, and I think that when you let that go and trust your process, you'll know when you're ready. Hey, Sophie here, and the sisters are making plans for 2021, and we want you to be the first to know. As a thank you for giving us your email, we have three gifts for you. Go to our website, www.thesistersarein.com, and sign up at the bottom of the homepage to get your downloads. Two meditations with Kathy and a 2021 full moon intentions from Donna and myself. Thank you for supporting The Sisters Are In. But on January 1st, you can say, you know what, this year I'm going to be gentle on myself. I'm going to start the process. Hmm. How about you just say, I'll start the process. Yeah. My suggestion is what you just want to have a good quality of life, right? What does that look like for you? So Mm -hmm. think today, what could I do that's better than yesterday? Right. And think about tomorrow. What can I do tomorrow that will increase my quality of life from today? like that's right and then go one step at a time then go further and say one moment at a time one meal at a time one conversation at a time Uh today i'm going to be a better listener sometimes your resolutions could be be a better active listener shut up i'm not taking that i'm not taking that subtle hint (laughs) you think you're smarter than me i don't think that donna you won't make me think that back you can say there's other types of I can say a lot of things by the way I can say a lot of things don't tell me what I should say (sighs) Donna I would never I'm not saying you I need to nap now I need to go (laughs) take a nap 
I need to nap. So I think their conversations, I think were very helpful to, you know, to be remind, reminded that your January 1st can be any day of the year. Yeah. And if there's something you want to change in your life because you want better quality of life, yeah. all you have to do is say it out loud. I want to stop the cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And trust that the universe will put it in front of you and start when it comes and it, and it presents itself, it's going to, it's going to work yeah. out. Yeah. Because that's when you do it. It's it, like I said, it's taken me 10 years to get to this point and I'm happy and I'm going to take me another five. I don't care how long it takes yeah. as long as I keep getting better every day. Right. Right. That's it. every what moment. Um, and I accept myself at every point. Mm -hmm. Even when I stopped dyeing my hair and I have white hair now, I have white, gray hair. I have dad's hair, it's white, like gray that. hair. I love it. I, I had to make a decision to be authentic. I said, I'm going to be my most authentic self. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting not to dye my hair. I just wanted to be authentic and to find out who I am. And the process started to happen. Mm -hmm. And you could do that too. That's the inspiration. That's the TED Chuck. Goodbye. <laughs> That's like they're on Patreon. They were so supportive. That's yeah. 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 What was the other thing on Patreon we want to talk about? Oh, eel. eel? I know. I have never I, in all of, well, I do more Native American animal wheel. That's what I specialize in. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. um, but Josh, our Joshua, he bought me the spirit Oracle deck, our king of our king of wands. He, he bought this for me and it really broadened my uh, vocabulary and knowledge to other animals. And I really appreciate it. So I've been working on that and studying that for about a year. I have never pulled out the eel mm. ever yeah. and the eel so reading about like my gut about the eel was that it's shocking i think it's the adrenaline energy of the animal kingdom it's the it's the adrenaline of the animal kingdom it's the adrenaline energy yeah. of yeah. the animal kingdom. it's when the eel comes out it's shocking it's motivating and it has like this, this drive that you can't stop. And it's so true. I've been crazy. I mean, I told it's almost, I know you're making me nuts. It's almost like a, uh, a shotgun at the beginning of a race. <laughs> like all of a sudden I have been nonstop with my creativity. I know I mean, for weeks I've been like, Hey, you ready to do some work? You're no. like, oh, I'm tired. No. I'm watching Netflix. I'm tired. No, don't talk to me. Nap. And now I'm like busy. And every fucking five minutes, you're interrupting me with like, hey, hey, hey. You're like Nico when he just goes, look it, look it, look it. And he just shows you one car at a time. Ooh, that car. Ooh, that truck. Ooh. I can't stop. I've watched so much monster trucks. I'm sure you have. So I'm much sure. monster trucks. He's the cutest. He's the cutest. Um, yeah, and so the eel is where... You have to try, and it coincides with what we were talking about. The eel energy is going to come when it needs to come. And when it does, you've got to follow it. You don't wait. You got to trust that energy spike. Mm. Without, you don't worry about outcomes. You know, I did a creative yeah. project last night. I was really excited about it. And the issue is like, it's not the outcome. It was, I did something outside the box that might potentially be something 
later when I work with my team, that will be better. But I did something outside the box. Yeah. I would have never had the creativity or the inspiration to do that ever. Yeah. I've been making more music. There's meditation music coming out. And actually, I want to thank everybody. We had 100 listens on my meditation, Brown Earth. So thank oh. you. And there's, I want to give a shout out to our, our fan. We have one fan in the United Kingdom. Oh. Whoever that is, thank you for being this support. I'm sending you love to the United Kingdom. I love them. Well, they're, um, they're completely trapped in their home right now. They have nothing better to do than to listen to your brown earth over and over and over again. Why did you have to take that away? Why did you no, have to I take that No, I mean, like, it's an opportunity for else better to than really do. connect, really connect with you. They have nothing else, but they have things that they can do, but they, they took the time. That they can do. That's right. They could be binging Grey's Anatomy on Netflix <laughs> Shut up. for two months. That's what I've been doing. It's my, it's, I've been recouping. It's nice to have a soap. Anyway. It's nice to have a soap. We're it's just, nice to have a it's soap. about soap operas. I miss a, I miss a soap opera. I miss a good I, soap. Well, you know, the housewives are kind of soapy for me. No, they frustrate voice. me because of what's going on in the real, I don't, the real world is very frustrating. I like to be in fantasy yeah. mode. I like to be, I need unrealistic. So all I'm watching is Grey's Anatomy and Family Guy over. I started on season one, episode one. I'm going through all 19 seasons. I've never seen Family Guy. I think I've sat through five minutes and I'm like, no. I'm brilliant. So stupid. It's brilliant. I think that guy is such a fucking smarmy fuck. Yes, he is. What's his name? Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Smarmy. I absolutely think he's uh, smarmy and I think he's got whatever, but I tell you this much. He says what it is. And I love that. I love when people just throw it in your face. I don't care if good, bad, or indifferent. Just mm-hmm. throws it out. And I love that. So I really appreciate that. He's authentic. I don't have to like him. He's authentic. And Grey's Anatomy, I'm really enjoying the story. So I'm like, I'm following along. I want to know what's going to happen with Alexa. I want to know. I wake up the next morning. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen. I never watched it. I never it's Never it's very good. Before. You couldn't watch it because you'll be like, that's unrealistic. That's I know. <laughs> you and Henry drive me crazy. I can't watch anything with you. His teeth would never look like that. It's I amazing. loved Soul. I loved <gasps> Soul. Except. Oh God, you fucking part. Crazy. It Stop. made no Stop sense. Talking. I was like, it gets. Four out of five stars, it lost a star because that one thing made no sense. I'm going to tell you with something, okay? And I want you to hear me. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. It's. Didn't you just say you love Family Guy because he tells it like it is, right? Yes, but you, but like it's, it tells it what it is, but there's some unrealistic things that happen in there. New York City with a hospital gown. He's a black man in a hospital gown and he's going to hail a cab a cab first of all he's going to be able to hail a cab and he mentions you know how hard it is for him to do it anyway never mind in the condition he's in but never mind he's successful after days of not being at his home it's somewhere in queens or the bronx or whatever the fuck he is he gets out of the cab doesn't pay the cab and he walks right into his apartment i'm distracted i'm out of it i lost my sense of disbelief what the fuck everybody it's a cartoon. Could you step into fantasy? 
bunch of just and yet and yet all the stuff that has to do with the afterlife and the other side it's not afterlife but it's the other side all made sense that all looked the same it was, was so well done that's exactly what when i go into meditation and like deep deep meditation like those abstract forms are realistic to me Mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so good and, and what i loved i could not believe i i cried the whole time this is all on disney plus if you're you not gotta watching. watch it yeah what i loved about it was that they finally made everything i i i personally talk about in my belief i don't put it on anybody but mm -hmm. the layers and the contracts you make and the mm -hmm. choices and you choose your parents and you choose this because you have to, this accomplishment to do. It was like, they just, it's amazing. To see main, mainstream. I know, I know. Mainstream, the, it's, it's like you were saying inside out with the brain. Yeah. The concept of lost souls hmm. was so well done and so articulate. Yeah. You know, when people are wrapped up, is that what they called them? Lost souls? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So good. So, so good. So it's like, it's actually something when somebody's like, well, what does Kathy do when she goes into a home and releases, I, mm -hmm. you know, an energy? That's exactly what you do. I'm the hippie guy. That's <laughs> my job. I go out in the street signs. <laughs> help people find their way that's my job i have to what was his name i don't remember his name uh look of course i'm gonna look at <laughs> right now yeah this if you were to wonder what i do for a living just if you watch soul i'm the hippie guy on the pirate ship or yep that's me that's my job yeah and, and happy spinning signs on the corner And people ask me, you know, happy. yeah, yeah, that when people ask me, so what was your favorite job? I'm like, when I worked at ShopRite, I was the melon girl it was my favorite job. I loved it. I loved <laughs> it. I loved being with people, chopping up melons, making pretty things. <laughs> They're like, that's what you do. You're like, yep, yep. So the movie, you have to absolutely check it out. It's on Disney, uh, Disney plus. Hey, Donna. What's yeah. Stop reading. I, I can't help it because now I can't remember his name. You know what? We'll have to we'll have to write it out because I can't keep the conversation if you're doing research <laughs> on a podcast. You Everybody's totally. driving me crazy. Oh, he was Moonwind. 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 I am Moonwind. <laughs> That's my password to everything now. Moonwind. Moonwind. So, so good. Yeah. So good. So, so good. good. That was really good. Cried a lot. So it was refreshing. Yeah. Yep. So doing a lot of work. Doing a lot of work. So um, let's talk about what's next on Patreon, which is um, you're restarting the mentee program. Yeah. And the mentees don't know it yet. The <laughs> they don't, don't know it yet. They don't but know. They're graduating. It's been a year. Yep. And the people who signed up with you, in the mentee, you know, in the mentee category, um, is like you go over divination signs, mm -hmm. things that, things that trigger you to connect with your higher self. 
with your divine self, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and what's interesting is that a year later, when you um, went for surgery and I asked the mentees to produce short videos for our card of the day, it's so interesting to me how each one of them had a very specific perspective. And it's very clear that they did the work that you guys have done. And what's really great is that I have been part, I have been a participant of um, uh, year long courses in Tarot or meditation or past life regression or things like that. And a lot of times students take on the flavor and the methods and the practice specifically of the teacher. And -hmm. what I really um, enjoyed was that was not the case that each one of them came to the table, so to speak, with their own perspective and their own flair And it's clear that they have connected to their divine self in their own way, in their own voice, which goes back to exactly what we were talking about earlier. And that your your system, your mentee system is so great. And now um, those those students that you had. Thank you are now moving up to whatever the next thing is. Which and they don't know that yet. And they don't know that <laughs> they don't yet. Know they, they're, listening they're not going, really doing right? anything different. They're just going to be practicing and doing things um, so that the new folks who are coming in can, you know, go back to the beginning with you. Right. Because the people who've been with you for a year, they don't have to go through. They can if they want to, of course. Right. And right. maybe rediscover, because I myself even mm-hmm. though I'm an initiated practicing person for of decades in my own way, I love to, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'd love to take an astrology course. I'd love to take a numerology course. I'd love to, you know, talk to people about things I don't know that much about, or I'm not that good at, you know? And so yeah. people are certainly welcome to join you back with those discussions, but yeah. hopefully there'll be a new crop of mentees that will come Yeah. Back. That's, I think that's what's happening. Um, I'm, uh, first of all, that is a huge compliment coming from you. So I want to say thank you. Like, I'm like overjoyed. Thank you for recognizing that. It's, it's, um, it's one of those things where I follow spirit. All we mostly do meditations and through the videos and they connect to their higher selves to lead to where they're supposed to be. And we do one session a month to find out what their goals are, support them the best I can, the best we can, when I say we, it's spirit, and you know, I'm just, we as in spirit, uh, support them and encouraging. And um, that's exactly right. It's, there's enough sunshine to go around. And my way is not everybody's way because there's one of me, there's somebody else has to do a different kind of work. You know, like we can't all be the same. And so, um, you know, I look at uh, Joshua and his witchcraft and how brilliant and he's been doing that work for a long time. He's not just a mentee of this, but like he's been doing it for a long time. But to have a platform for him to do that is what he needed. He already had it. He just needed a platform. Tina yeah. with her sound healing, phenomenal, mm-hmm. you know, empowering herself, you know, 
Adrian being Adrian and and exploring her own life and that's her business and you know it's like I'm I'm just giving shout outs and um you know Nicole and I just am like overwhelmed yeah. Toby, Emily Toby, Emily Addie and Zach Addie and Zach and so we have Alex and Alex their kids and Janine uh, Janine who's a who's a newcomer and it was just her bravery to come and do a video in itself was the triumph, was the higher self goal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was so impressed. And understanding that everybody is on different parts. There's no levels. It's different directions, different parts, different parts of their journey. And um, Colleen. Colleen, Regina. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was so proud of Colleen. Did you see her do like a, a witch, like with the shape? I did that. I did. I did that spell. That's when I got my, that big job with that client. Oh, shit. That it goes back to, awesome. I did that. Excuse me. I did that at the new moon. So oh. I manifested. I did that witchcraft during the new moon when that person told me I shouldn't be manifesting things would backfire. It certainly did not for me. And so uh colleen colleen's um spell that yeah. money spell that money spell was great and so you know before i posted it they um they send me the videos and i have to upload them and write about them and stuff and so before i published it because the new moon i think was on a over the weekend so i did it during the new moon yeah and uh it worked for me it was awesome and you Jen know? had, Jen had that great. Um, oh yeah, the coloring, the artwork was great. Uh -huh. was great. And it just made us. I don't want to miss anybody just, out. Like, miss our workshop so much. Oh, I'm warning everybody. You sign up for a workshop, you're getting a hug. You're getting a fucking hug. <laughs> I just want to hug everybody. If there's no COVID, everybody's getting a hug. Yeah. I miss, I miss the interaction. I miss. Like I was just thinking about that. I was I was I'm giving a shout out to um, Adrian and the tarot work reading for me now. Like it's just like what I just get floored with the power that happens when you just sometimes you just need some encouragement. Sometimes you just need to say you can do it. This mm -hmm. is what you want to do that you can do it. And it's a lot of fear that holds people back. You know. Yeah. Yeah, for those sure. people back. So I'm going to be, I'm going to start separating the mentee group with um, levels, level one, two, three, and then, you know, a master uh, peer and um, see how that that's going to go great, actually. And I think it's really going to be, be helpful. So everybody can not be intimidated to start from the beginning. Right. And to work their way up because everybody's right. on their own speed. Right, right, right. Yeah. I've been somebody that you just have to show me one thing and I'm there, you know, and some, but if you ask me to learn Spanish, it'll take me 12 years to learn a small statement. You know, Henry's been speaking Spanish to me. We've been married 13 years. I have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> I think he gets a kick out of it, but I'm just saying I can't speak English very well. So. Chris and I have been obsessively watching Korean monster movies and horror movies. And I'm pretty much by the end of it. 
Are you are you saying something in Korean? I know I feel very comfortable listening to Korean and that Korea, you know, the Korean language. And I feel like I'm gonna take a course online just so that I can get better at following the K-pop phenomenon, which we all know I love. I just love a phenomenon. You surprise me. You always I love surprise a me. I, I just love I think I think I love when a whole subculture of a kajillion people do something and are into something that older people have no fucking idea what's happening. And it's, it's just always, I'm always fascinated. I want to talk to those kids and like, what, what, what is it? What's happening? And so K-pop, I love the idea of K-pop. I have and to tell you a story. I'm going to interrupt you. I was in the car with Donovan. He was like 12, 13. The one, there's a lot of things that Donovan has some amazing character. He, he's got some really strong characteristics about him. He's not a liar. He does no. not lie. I no, it's a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> you look really old, Aunt Donna. What the hell? We'll be like out in public. I like it when, when, when he tells people, you're dating an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he told me and Chris, he told me and Chris, you guys are really complicated. <laughs> yeah. He's really I, like that's one of my favorite traits. If you don't look good in an outfit, you don't oh, look good yeah. in an outfit. Mm-mm. He says, "Don't wear that shirt." I don't wear that shirt. I don't question it, except for one time we were in the car and the radio was on and Ari- Ariana Grande was on, mm-hmm. and he said, "Oh, Aunt Donna loves this this song," and I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. "I was like, what, Aunt Donna? She doesn't love this song. Stop lying." It's like, mm-hmm. stop lying. She doesn't yeah. like the song. And he's like, he, he shrugs his shoulders. She likes the song, mom. You have to accept it. Accept it. <laughs> accept it. Accept it. I have to accept that you like Ariana Grande. And I thought that was really funny. He's like, accept it. And I was like, well, okay. it's funny how, how that came about was in my car, I keep a serious XM station for him. And it's the hits one, whatever mm-hmm. pop hit, hits one is whatever. And it's like the mo what's whatever is the most um poppy thing in the moment. And it's either that or pop country, which he loves, and I can't stand it. And so I stick with the top 40, which I also can't stand for the most part. However, so Ariana Gra- an Ariana Grande song came on. And I said, besides her, besides her tendency to mumble, um, you know, her. <laughs> She has a problem with consonants, I think. But um, besides that, I said, um, I said, this song is very catchy. And Donovan said, it is very catchy. It's very catchy. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I don't hate this. I don't hate this. I probably really like this, actually. And we talked about liking things that you think you're not going to like. You know, we had um, about like, mm-hmm. you know, I was trying to tell him he can embrace things regardless of what his friends think yeah and he definitely is that guy now let me tell you that he does mm-hmm. what he wants when he wants how he does it and he's usually right on he's usually 100 correct that mm-hmm. guy you know he said doing um he's doing great I, I told you he said this winter's gonna be a not what did it what did i say he uh, said it's not gonna be a snowy no but he did, he said something funny it's like not uh Oh, I can't think of it. It's not, it's not, he used a double negative in some clever way and I can't, can't repeat it now, but basically we're going to have, no, we're going to have a mild winter. He said, it's going to be a, 
it's going to bother you and we don't have time to have you think about it lady but yeah he said it's basically going to be another mild winter he's he's right on he's very um you know he's very psychic i know i've talked about when he was seven years old um chris and i were going to travel in february and i told him oh i just hope it doesn't snow and it was weeks before we left and he said it's only going to snow two more times so you're good or whatever he's almanac like, oh okay thanks and it was like january 2nd when he said that <laughs> and you know what between january 2nd and march guess how many times it snowed two times two times he was spot on that kid Ugh. what a freak i love him Mm -hmm. in a good way in a good way of course he's the most beautiful yeah he's doing great he's doing great yeah he's doing great mm -hmm. oh, this was a good conversation it's good to be back it's good to be back yeah we're i back. got a lot of eel stuff going on so oh yeah crazy in the next like few weeks i don't know oh, yeah. I, meant to, I meant to share my eel my eel knowledge all right go ahead because okay. I'm ready to drop soon. Go. For those of you who might be interested, um, I actually have a friend, shout out to Chris Bowser. I used to do Halloween with him. He works for the DEC and he his specialty is eels. And that every year there are eels that um, are born, hatched, whatever, in Poughkeepsie, New York, in a tiny, the Falk Hill Creek that goes to the Hudson River and from the Hudson, these eels travel to Canada. And the what happens during their travel is incredibly important to the ecosystem, that there was a PBS nature documentary about it. It's very interesting. It's eels, PBS, nature, mm -hmm. came out in like 2013. And um, so here in the Hudson Valley in Poughkeepsie, um, it's every April or so you will see a bunch of people out in with their waiters at, at the Hudson and their their goal is to get the release the eels like to help the eels oh, so sweet. make their way to Canada because it's a big fucking deal if they don't yeah so um, that's uh, and that's your eel trivia for today folks that's a good one it's <laughs> a good one it's a good one Eel is amazing. Eel. Eel. Here's to the shocking eels. It's the, gun. it's the gun that goes off for the race. Ready. Go. Oop, doing it. Go. All, All right. right. I love you, John. Oh, I love you, Kathy. We made it. I get to see you tomorrow. We're actually going to celebrate Christmas oh, two weeks right. later. Speaking of a hug. Because we all quarantined. Okay. All right. I love you. I'll all see right. you tomorrow. Love you too. All right. High five. High five. <laughs> Open up my